Konnichiwa and welcome to episode 10 of the Small Gardener Radio Show with me, Leafy Keith. Join my journey as I try to make my garden as ornamental while I've been as productive as possible. It's the uh, 1st of October and uh, I've got the day off today and you know what it's raining just when I want to go in the garden it's raining been looking forward to it all week <sighs> I don't know anyway it's t- 10 to 10 in the morning it's 13 degrees outside which is not bad that'd be a nice uh, Temperature will be working in the garden. Got lots to do still, lots of pruning, lots of cutting back. But it's raining. But on the horizon over there, just above the trees, I see blue sky. So I reckon, I reckon in an hour I'll be able to get outside. Yes, that's definitely blue sky. Oh yeah. So, uh, hopefully, be able to join me in the garden a little bit later. Hi, today I want to talk about a shrub called Eliagnus abingii. The common name for it is a silverberry. Now, this uh, shrub is an evergreen shrub. It's a variegated got a variegated leaf, it's green and yellow around the edges. On the underside though is silver, like a matte silver um, effect to it. And so when the wind blows it shows the underside. It's a different, gives a different type of interest to the to the, the shrub. It's really nice. Right, late autumn, no sorry, late summer, early autumn, has uh, produces white flowers. And white flowers are really highly scented. Fill your garden up that scent that can. It's worth just growing for that for that late summer flower because it's absolutely gorgeous. Right, it can grow up to four meters high, so you can use this shrub as hedging if you like. It does grow quite wide as well. Mine's about five foot wide, so that does fill up a space. So you can use it's good hedging shrub as well. And it can put on up to 40 to 60 centimetres a year. That's quite a lot. Because it's quite fast growing. And uh, it's, it's if you keep it, don't keep it well trimmed, it, it can run away with it and get bigger and bigger. Right, the, the, this leaves a full sun part shade aspect in the garden. So it won't tolerate full shade. But you need, but full sun's preferable. And it grows in most soil types. It tolerates slightly alkaline. It would love that, but not too much alkaline soil. But um, and it'd be fine. It would love it. Right, pruning in the autumn. That's uh, <coughs> as I'm going to do. And uh, I'll keep it in check. Hopefully, I normally give mine another prune in the spring. I say normally. I didn't this year. 
But um, that's all there is to it, eh? Hey, the Agnes, really. It's a no trouble shrub. Just plant it in a nice um, hole with you know, water it in. And then let it do its thing, really, it's because it's no hassle. It really is not. But it produces quite a lot of interest for a no hassle shrub. So, um, well, we're going to go on now and have a look at one. Right, Wren Garden. Finally got out of here. It's now 14 degrees out here. The sun's out, but going beyond the clouds now and again. But uh, it's bright, it's not raining. And everything's soaking in the garden. <laughs> everything's wet. And everything looks like it's getting a bit tired for the year. So it's time to come down and uh, cut things back. The first thing I'm going to cut back is the Adiagnus. It's grown tons this year. It's grown so much it's bent almost in half. So I've got to take a lot of growth off this. It's just about to finish flower. The flowers are absolutely lovely. They just finished. High, high, highly scented. The bees love it. So, uh, to prune it, Ellie Agnes, I'm going to take quite a lot off this. So I'm going to take about a third off at the beginning. See what I do. I'm taking, where I'm cutting, I'm cutting the, the branches back to a a leaf or a bud well in this case it's the first time of year it'd be a leaf and there's absolutely tons of growth while I'm out here let me talk to you about the rest of the garden for some reason my passion flower it's got about 20 flowers on. October. And it's got 20 flowers on. Let's take that branch right off that one there. Now, it can flower late, which I've seen before my passion flower. But uh, that's a lot of flowers for this time of year. I hope they will get a chance to bloom before the frosts come which they do forecast for this part of the UK very soon it's got down to about 6 degrees at night already out here it's quite rural around here a lot of farm fields and uh, open exposed right so take this one take this one right out down to there I did have this sort of this Iliacnus prune so I had like three balls so it's like quite a bit of topiary but 
this year. The amount of growth this pond is unbelievable. Because of the weather was so bad at the beginning of the year, I didn't get out here to keep it pruned. So it's got to be out of control. Some of these branches I'm taking all the way out because it's just too much growth. So heavy. What else can we see in the garden? Oh yeah, the salvia hollips is still doing well. Still flowering. Flowering very well. Trying to make, get some air through the through the shrub. This said yeah, I'm gonna describe it to you, it's about eight foot tall, about five foot wide. And now given the year I could reach the top. So it was probably about six foot tall and about four foot wide. So He's put a lot of growth on. He's put a lot of growth on the front, so that's why it's bending forwards. And it's taken up a large part of the garden, but it's bending forward. Another good thing it's done well this year. The sisters. Sisters Alan Frad Rock Rose. It's that's more than doubled its size this year. Didn't have much flower on it. I think it's put its grow energy into growing this year. Oh, let's get right. And uh, I think that's going to make a nice shrub for next year. Hopefully, it's going to flower. Yeah, it looks, it's done very well. But it's now shading out one of the euphorbias. And I've got a rose behind there as well. Rose of Carisha. Another lovely one, a yellow flower. Smells unbelievable on it. When I used to work in the garden centre, people want a highly scented rose. It was just pointing to that one. It's always a winner. So as people smell that rose, they got to buy it. This is the scent. It's very strong. There's so much coming off of this. I'm going to get loppers on that branch. See my friend the pigeon recently who's uh, eating the mulberries probably because all the mulberries are gone now so uh, probably see him again next year <laughs> when the mulberries are out again so I didn't get much many mulberries to eat this year you forget a chance to eat a mulberry 
it's straight off the trees the best <laughs> absolutely gorgeous quite dark berry flavor amazing still going on this it's just so much growth well, I was going to say it's been doing well when I've gone hookahers hookahers this year have been phenomenal in their growth they have done exceedingly well I can't say much about the hostas though the hostas were decimated by the snails we've had this year a serious snow invasion. We've had a serious lot of snails. And uh sorry, a little bit of a technical problem there. Also well, I've Another thing it does well in this garden, which I don't want it to do well, we have an invasion of uh, elder. And while I see it, I'm going to take it down now because it really annoys me when I go out the garden. Cut that boy back down. Because it climbs right through my climbing rose. I can't tell you what rose it is because I can't remember. But there it goes, the elder down. Right, let's have a look at this. It's so heavy in the front of your seal. I think that I'm going to have to stop in a minute and stand back and have a look. Because uh, I'm taking off so much. It's all about euphorbia, so about the uh, sisters shadowing that one out. They've done very well this year. I love euphorbias. They, this this garden haven't performed very well so far, but this year, probably because of the rain. So they've done very well. carry on with this don't bore you too much about my pruning of the Ellie Agnes uh, so uh, I'll speak to you back in the studio This week's poem, um, it's not mine, not my poem, it's uh, by Pan Ayres, and it's from the book You Made Me Late Again. So yeah, I, I love Pan Ayres' uh, poetry, it's just, 
jolly to the point funny and, and you can't help but read it but in your head you've got the, the West Country accent uh, reading it for you so uh, I'm not going to put on a West Country accent I'm going to read it in my uh, London accent but um, I hope it gets the message through to you because it's, it's quite a funny little poem right it's, here we go it's called Allotment Rustler I like to see allotments for the architect's grand, the sheds and huts, the water butts, the sweetness of the land. But no, as night's falling, the shameless, the folly. Some lowlife has flashed a knife and made off with your collie. That darned allotment rustler, he has come to do us wrong. We'll lash him with a leaky hose, we'll prick him with a prong. He'll never prowl these parts again or steal another collie. Then round their plants will do a dance and crack a, a bottle of bolly. <laughs> it's quite yeah, you know, true because I had my own allotment a few years back um, was a problem with theft on there as I think most allotment sites have got a problem with people uh, envying other people's things on their plots and uh, but um, that's a nice little jolly uh, way of putting it really isn't it it's allotment rustler by Pam Ayres from the book You Made Me Late Again. So uh, check it out. So that's it. Episode 10 is in the bag. Congratulations, you made it to the end. You're obviously one of the uh, hardcore listeners. And I appreciate that. So uh, this is me going to be signing off. Until next time. So... Uh, Sleep well, eat well and take your meds and uh, say an hour.